ahead. Good Sunday morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How are we doing today? I hope this finds everyone very, very well and grateful. We always talk about being grateful on our show, and that's so important. Uh, I am Paul Tretner, your host here on the green, longtime resident of Palm Coast since 1990, and also a 25-year PGA member. So I'm here for you, all you uh, residents here, whether you've been here one month or 33 years like I've been. I moved down here in 1990. So, um, but anyway, I am so grateful. Uh, on my show today, I got my good friend, Mr. Rich Smith. Rich, how are we doing today, buddy? Wonderful, Paul. How are you, sir? We're doing great, folks. So, uh, hey, Rich, we're doing great. Rich and I just spent uh, several days. Uh, if you listened to my uh, show last week, I mentioned about the tournament that we were going to in Richmond, Virginia. It's called the Bone Frog Open. If you've got a laptop in front of you or you have access to something, go ahead and, and, and plug in www.bonefrogopen.com. It was the fifth year of this tournament. And, you know, Rich and I, Rich is a PJ member for 20-something years, myself as well. Rich has been on my show for some of you listeners that haven't um, heard Rich before. He's a PJ member. So Rich and I went up. We got invited to play in this beautiful tournament up in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and wow. So the Bone Frog Open is um, in remembrance. I'll, I'll keep it as, as you know, concise as I can. In remembrance for fallen Navy SEALs. And Rich and I have played in hundreds of tournaments. And this charity tournament was by far, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best ever. Uh, Rich, what do, you, what do you think of it? And we're going to get into it here in a minute. What do you think of it, buddy? Well, I certainly wish I played better, Paul. But uh, when it comes down to why we were there yeah. and what they were representing as Americans for a part of our military who obviously made the ultimate sacrifice for all of our freedoms, mm-hmm. all 320 million across this country, mm-hmm. it tugs at your heartstrings. It makes you cry. It makes you uh, try to play better. But mm-hmm. it also, you know, uh, motivates you to support the cause. Mm-hmm. And for me, the biggest thing was the moments of reflections. And that was Sunday night at the dinner and the auction. And when you hear all the stories about the charities they impact, Mm -hmm. and then the next morning when they do the dedication, you know, when the the two jumpers come down with the American flag and they're floating in the sky on parachutes for six, seven minutes till they land. And then, and then of course, you know, you and I took great pride Mm -hmm. uh, and solace and prayerfulness and gratefulness when they uh, had us take the American flag, mm-hmm. the smaller ones, mm-hmm. with the yellow ribbons with the name of a departed for our freedoms uh, Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. And every name was read, and we planted these things um, in a very nice memorial to honor them and remember their, their memory, honor their legacy. Um, so the golf was really not even second or third. It was probably 10th on the list of why I it wanted was. to be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm grateful, and I, I can't say enough about our, our America's military and the great people that have served mm-hmm. over generations and have sacrificed so that we can live in the greatest country on the planet, Paul. It's uh, so true, Rich. proud to do my part. Yeah, and if you're listening, you're a vet. Thank you so, so very much. I wanted to just elaborate a little bit on that. So we drive up. Rich and I drive up. I'll give you the the long story short, folks. Uh, Drive up Sunday. We have a beautiful dinner. I mean, wow. Just incredible. And let me tell you, folks, there was Tampa Bay Lightning. There was hockey. 
uh, players there. There were some actors there. And guess who? They, they were not the celebrities. The celebrities were the Navy SEALs that were present. And let me tell you, so we get, um, so that was Sunday night, great dinner and so forth. They raised money, silent auction, and I have all the charities here. We're going to talk about them. So the next morning is a, um, a 10 o'clock shotgun. We get there early. I'm just, the whole nine yards, look here, tea gifts and everything. But again, that was secondary, third. The, the main thing was in remembrance of these fallen um, Navy SEALs. So each golf cart had a flag. Like Rich was just saying, and on the flag, it, the flag was maybe two feet by uh, one foot, you know, and it had a yellow ribbon of a fallen Navy SEAL. Now, there was, I don't know, there was many of them, and one Navy SEAL was announcing all the names. And let me tell you, this was, you know, this was a half-hour ceremony, and after this Navy SEAL read the names, that player would then put it in what Rich was describing was like a uh, a real beautiful memorial with sand. So the flags went into there. So this Navy SEAL was a tough big guy. He's six foot three, two twenty five, and you could tell when he was reading some of the fallen seals, he broke up because he maybe knew them personally. So here's a guy, and I mean, there was not a dry eye. There was hundreds of people there. First off, it was two two uh, shotguns, so it was on two golf courses. So you got 240 golfers, give or take, and then you've got you know 100 volunteers and so forth. So anyway, not a dry eye in the house, and that was really really an amazing um, moment for me. I've never uh, the charities too, I, Rich. I want to talk. I have the information in front of me where you may not, but one charity that they talked about the other night, uh, Sunday night at the dinner was leashes. Of valor. Folks, so Rich and I sat at this table, and at the table was a very decorated Navy SEAL of 20 years. Uh, in, in what was it, the SEAL 6? Um, what was that called, Rich? His, his um, SEAL 6? It was. Uh, he, he was SEAL Team 6. His name was John. Right. Wonderful human being. You and I got to spend a lot of time with him we Sunday did. and Monday, and I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And he's got that dog of his. So we're like sitting there. Yeah, and uh, and not to interrupt, but so they're doing a slideshow Sunday night before the tournament. Tournament's Monday, Sunday night. They're doing a slideshow of fallen Navy SEALs, and again, not a dry eye in the home. And John is at the same table we're at, and his dog, as he sees him get emotional, literally hugs him and starts kissing his tears away. It was just, it, it, I, I'm sorry, it was just an amazing thing I've ever seen in my life, and uh, so. It's again, if you're a vet out there and you're listening and you ever need any help with the golf or anything like that, I'm here for you. Uh, we thank you for your uh, commitment. And it is such a commitment these guys give. Uh, an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend. So, um, anything else, uh, Rich, that you want to add to the actual. Um, oh, another. Well, ch- an- go ahead. Well, I'd say it, what was really neat from a golf perspective, mm-hmm. uh, and this is way down the list, but mm-hmm. they had one hole. You remember it. Uh, they had 13 flags in the green on a short par three, yeah. trying to motivate uh, the, the greater chance for hole one. Right. And that hole was just unique and fun. Right. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I've seen two or three flags, but not 13 in one green. Right. And this was not a ginormous green. So yeah. uh, you had some chances, and it was fun. They let you buy extra shots, and yeah. that was just a neat thing they did to help support the five charities. But I think yeah, they, raised, all- they raised 
I, I you know, have to have raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for the families and for the fallen Navy SEALs. It was uh, they, they mentioned a number on Sunday night. They said the first four years uh, they were able to net, mind you, this is not gross, but net after their expenses and stuff. Right. And a lot of it's donated, and they got to pay a little bit for golf and food because they put on quite a spread. But right. seven hundred fifty grand in the first four years. So I'm guessing after this event, they're probably over a million now wow. to the greater good. That's awesome. Um, and, you know, each year they do five charities, and they rotate them around a little bit because there's so many good charities out there that have um, significant impacts, but they might be smaller in a regional mm-hmm. area. Correct. That Leashes of Valor you spoke about is incredible. But I was also moved by uh, the jiu-jitsu training yes. for, for our first responders, mostly police and, and some EMTs, because when you get in a scuffle with someone that's uh, mm-hmm. not all there correctly mentally, jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. is a great uh, – asset to have in your arsenal mm-hmm. to able to mitigate the situation and also protect the lives of our first responders. So no doubt that, and and that was, and we were sitting there and I got it right in front of me. It's called, um, adopt a cop. Um, it, it, it addresses critical gaps in the department funding training of frontline police officers by partnering with Brazilian jiu-jitsu gyms. And what they do is they teach police officers, first responders, jiu-jitsu, just what you said. You hit it right on the head. But again, what an amazing uh, charity and amazing thing to think about. And a Navy SEAL started it, a retired Navy SEAL. And this, and folks, let me tell you, this, this room was filled with heroes. And, I mean, these heroes are some big guys. If you all know the Navy SEALs, they're the toughest guys on planet Earth, basically. I mean, they're the, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Marines, we're all tough, the, our, our armed forces. But these guys are, are committed and, and really special. Um, yeah, there was five... Um, there was five charities. Adopt a cop. Mission first. Heart of the Lion. John Daly also gives back to this, which is really cool. Heart of a Lion Foundation focuses on veterans, first responders, and children in need. So thank you, John Daly. Uh, the Leashes of Valor, where you already talked about. And then Life Camp USA. Ignite in character. Life Camp USA brings support, inner strength, and pu- purposeful direction to the lives of young men who have lost father due to U.S. military of law enforcement. That's also a really neat charity. So, you know, there's some, there's some kids out there and uh, that, you know, lose their father. And uh, this just kind of gives a little bit of hope. And some of the other uh, Navy SEALs uh, give, give a little talk to him and so forth. So, And then the fifth one was com- uh, Stronghold Community Food Pantry. Hey, food pantries are great all wherever they're at. I mean, we all know that, um, you know, Helping American militaries if they're starving is just a great cause as well. So um, really just a special, special tournament. Uh, I would love, uh, Rich, I want to try to get one of the Navy SEALs on the show. So you and I are going to work on that as well. I'd love to get John to, to call into the show. Oh, I, I'm sure John or McKee or any of the gentlemen up there would love to do it. Yep. Uh, I've got one other thing to share about the event, if you don't mind. Please, Rich, And that please. is... Uh, you know, beyond everything we've already said and uh, honoring the sacrifice and, and supporting the legacy, um, I just got to say, you know, it was cold and I was rusty, but boy, oh boy, listeners of this show, did Paul hit the driver straight and long the whole round. His iron play was exceptional. Yeah. The greens were really tough to putt. So, we, you know, we finished fourth and we could have made more putts, but they were tricky greens. Bent grass, they were probably rolling at 10. They were hilly and undulated. Yep. 
not the easiest hole locations, but not the hardest, but they were tricky reads. But I'm just complimenting you, Paul, as host of this show, on how solid your game is for a guy who's working in a lot of different areas. It it was impressive. Thank you. And honestly, I've told my listeners, I found something in March. Okay, so six months ago, I found something. And, folks, I kept with that thought process. If you listen to my shows, whatever thought process is making you play better, you have to keep thinking of that on your backswing. Thank you, Rich. I did. I hit the ball pretty well. I was kind of ex- kind of uh, excited about that. But anyway, hey, look, we're going to take a quick break here. Stay right there. Don't go nowhere. we got Paul's positive approaches coming up, and we're going to end off with a nice little close. Stay right there. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back, Palm Coast, Florida. How we doing? Okay, so uh, Rich, uh, my guest today, uh, Rich and I just spent the last few days up in uh, Richmond, Virginia at the Bonefrog Open. It was fantastic. I'm also very, very grateful from Richmond. Uh, Rich and I drove up to my mom and dad. My mom and dad live at Smith Mountain Lake, Virginia. If you've never been, it's, it's gorgeous. It's outside of Roanoke, Virginia. So if I didn't go there, mom and dad would have been mad at me. So I had to make the jump up there. We spent a night or two up there, got some of mom's home cooking, and we're back. But anyway, um, just wanted to really uh, close with the Bonefrog Open. If it, Go to www.bonefrogopen.com. It was the fifth year of the tournament. It's going to just increase, increase, and increase. And you know what? Our military veterans deserve it. Rich, how many uh, military uh, charities do you know offhand? We got the the Bone Frog Open is for the Navy SEALs and families of. Then we have the Folds of Honor, which is another great, um, again, for families of fallen military veterans. Wounded Warriors. And what else is out there, Rich? Do you know offhand? Well, it, well it, the one I'd like to speak about, I'm very passionate. I've been involved with Folds of Honor since its inception. But right. I'm, really, I'm really proud of what... Uh, John Daly and Major Ed Polito have done with the Heart of the Lion Foundation uh-huh. because they support broadly a lot of the smaller military charities that don't have the um, um, celebrity recognition or the national bandwidth. Right. And and they're making a great impact. But they also support first responders with our EMTs, our firefighters, and our policemen mm-hmm. across the country. Uh, and they also deal with uh, disadvantaged youth. So mm-hmm. I really love that foundation. They're only three years old. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very self-sufficient. There's no overhead with that with that foundation at all. So That's great. if you see an event, they're everywhere around the country. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in Florida three or four times over the winter. Mm-hmm. If you get asked to play or make a donation or help in some way, go ahead and do it because they're really having a positive impact on our total society, the way they're spread around a little bit. Right. Uh, and it's run by two intelligent people. Mm-hmm. John's got the heart of a lion, thus the name of the foundation, and that's oh. been true since... He first hit the scene 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. He had that PGA Championship win. Mm-hmm. 
he heard about a family that was in distress, mm-hmm. and he threw them a big chunk, like 20% of yeah. what he won, yeah. without even batting an eye. Yeah. He's just like, here, you need it more than I do. I'm just happy to have the trophy and be yeah. out here. So that and Ed Polito, he's been involved in uh, telling his story. Um, you know, he lost um, one of his legs mm-hmm. with a explosive device mm-hmm. in Iraq, and he's been telling the story and supporting those that have made the ultimate sacrifice. His sacrifice, he says, was nothing. Mm-hmm. And then here's a guy that spent six months at Walter Reed once he was back stateside mm-hmm. with him trying to save his life, but they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for him to dedicate his life mm-hmm. to helping yeah. uh, people that are in distress because of their ultimate sacrifice and fallen family members overseas, mm-hmm. supporting our freedom, I just really uh, do all I can for them as well as the Folds of Honor. I think that's a great point. Thank you for mentioning that. But, yeah, if you're listening and you want to donate or you know give to a charity, you can always reach out to me, and I've got the contact information, the Leashes of Valor, the Heart of a Lion. That's Heart of Lions, John Daly. The Leashes of Valor is for the monies you give. Like a lady spoke there, Rich, remember Sunday night? They right now have 22 dogs that they're training. And, you know, it takes money, obviously, to train the dogs, to get the dogs, to feed the dogs, to take care of the dogs. And these dogs then go to these veterans that need them. And uh, I've seen it firsthand. We've seen it firsthand. Literally eight feet from me, this gentleman, a Navy SEAL John, decorated 20 years. And, uh, you know, he sees his buddies up on the screen that have fallen. He's going to get up. I was up. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye now. Anyway, look here. Hey, Paul, on yeah. that note, if I could interject yes. really quick. I know mm-hmm. you and I spent probably 30 minutes talking with John together. But before you joined us, I had about 15 with him. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I was asking about the dog. Mm-hmm. You know, we're big dog people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what he was explaining to me was as a 20-plus year Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. which is all of his adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, when you transition back into mm-hmm. being a civilian, it, it's not an easy transition for many of our America's heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says the dog just provides him that emotional mm-hmm. connection he needs. And the greatest example of that, we already spoke about it. But he was crying at the mm-hmm. table when they were showing pictures during the uh, the remembrance of the fallen Navy SEALs on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. The dog literally went up and hugged him and licked his tears away. It's amazing. And I, and he needs truly... that. Our charitable effort allowed him to have that dog. Mm-hmm. I will play in one of these things once a week. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm playing just... every year. I'm, I am committed to the uh, – and I will <clears> – they take donations. So the mo- like Hammock Beach Resort will try to – Bring up some, you know, some good packages to where they can auction off. They have a silent auction. That's how they raise a lot of their money. So um, definitely going to continue to participate. Right, Rich? I mean, that's something that we should, uh, as PGA members, really try to try to do. And golf itself, folks, golf is a great escape for these military veterans to get away from the, you know, coming back to to this society. And, and it just takes them away. Um, so really some great stuff there, but, uh, all right. So thank you all to our military veterans out there. Thank you so much. That was such a, uh, an incredible weekend, Rich. And I thank you for going with me and inviting me. Actually, you were the one who invited me. So it was really a, a fantastic time. Thank you. So Paul's positive well, approaches. Go ahead, Rich. Go ahead, buddy. I say that really the only reason I did it, and this is with a parentheses, LOL in between it was so that you would spend a day with your mom and dad. <laughs> That's right. 
you know, it was really great to see my mom and dad. And, you know, I don't know if I mentioned, I, uh, our family had a tragedy back in May. Uh, full disclosure, my younger brother passed uh, May 2nd. And, uh, you know, mom and dad, uh, it was good to see them. They're still a little, little upset. And, uh, of course, you know, the youngest child. So, uh, and thank you for being there. They really, I talked to them, Rich. They, uh, they really thank you for being there and both of us. So, anyway, let's get into some good positive approaches to golf. Let's talk irons. I know I talk about putting, chipping, driver all the time, but irons are so, so important. And, you know, Rich and I played with three amateurs the other day, or two amateurs, sorry. And, uh, you know, we, we play in a lot of pro-ams. And we see people struggling with their irons from the fairway. And uh, I just feel, and Rich, you could chime in any time, I just feel a lot of times amateurs are trying to hit the ball too much as opposed to allowing the club to swing free and allow it to get through the golf ball through impact. Um, you know, so... Back in high school, I was able to work with Jim Flick and Bob Toski just because we were on high school team and they were doing some golf digest golf clinics there and we we set up the driving range. And the one drill that they had their students do for the first couple hours really and first day was putting a tee in the butt end of the grip and allowing your wrist movement and the release of the golf club and really to feel the weight of the club head. And when the amateurs were able to do that, it, it, it just the flow of the swing was there, and that's what created the this, the descending strike into the golf ball. Hence, that's what gets the golf ball up into the air with the irons. Um, so, my positive approach, I'm going to let Rich take his positive approach, is to relax your hands, relax your arms, as I always talk about, and allow the club head to swing free. Rich, anything you want to add to that, my friend? Yes. In addition to that, I'll say that the the biggest mistakes that amateurs make, and this is me too as a longtime PGA professional, especially this last Monday, is picking the right line and having enough club. Mm-hmm. You know, you're almost always better yeah. off with one extra club and right. swinging at 80%. That's right. And also picking the right line. Mm-hmm. You know, we work with Brian and he goes, man, I don't know what's up. And we're like, you're a line there. But, but a great example would be that that one shot that I thought was perfect, and I aimed it right at the flag, and it right. ended up hitting the lip and going in the bunker. One foot. And it was just a foot. It was a foot off. Now, had I taken a line that was smarter, mm-hmm. and I'd been playing more, True. I would have gone left to that to the pad of the green. I still would have been on the green with a 10-foot putt True. instead of a one-foot putt or being in the bunker. So True. my advice to the people out there is take one extra club and swing at 80% and yeah. pick a really intelligent line. You don't have to right. aim at the stick every right. single time. It's and that'll so produce better scores for everybody. It's so true. And and one other thing I'm in addition to that, our posture. Folks, if you notice a shortstop in baseball, that athletic stance, or a tennis player receiving a serve, that athletic stance, that's the same stance you want to try to create in the golf swing. When you have an athletic stance, when your knees are just flexed a little bit, your level doesn't move up and down. I see so many amateurs, their level goes up and down or side to side. Look at it this way. You want to try to keep your head with your irons pretty much over the ball, over that that area, that impact zone, and rotate without your head or your body moving up and down or side to side. So staying over the ball also will help consistently getting back to square one. But uh, but you know, uh, it was funny. I was talking with um, with the gentleman too, Rich. One other thing too, you got to have fun. If you have fun with the game of golf, you are going to play better most of the time, and you're going to learn better. 
You know, it's like it's like in school. You know, you always did better in the classes that you enjoyed <laughs> because you were listening more. You were having more fun. You were listening more, so you you played better. So uh, try to enjoy the game out there. You know, keep your expectations. The word expectation is huge, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you, if you expect, you know. Uh, too good of a score, you're not going to be happy out there. So understand what you score and, and, and where you're at with that. So you, do you agree with that, Mr. Rich? Oh, totally. A good attitude goes a long way. And, uh-huh. you know, it, it, yes, you have to have a positive attitude. You have to have fun with it. If it's torture to you, you're in the wrong sport. But mm-hmm. we don't want to take people away from the sport. But go out there and enjoy it. You're looking yeah. at the green grass, the fresh air. That's right. You're That's with right. your friends and your family. And the golf game can come and go, and it's always cyclical, no matter what your range is. Maybe your range is 66 to 75. Maybe it's 85 to 100. Mm -hmm. But if you're with good people in a nice environment, have fun with it, and you're going to score better at the top end of your range just because of that. And we're going to leave off with one little positive approach here, and then we're just going to close out. Uh, We're almost out of time here. So I always learn to give credit where credit's due. Even if you're playing an opponent. He makes a birdie. Hey, good birdie. You know what I mean? So when you give credit, that credit comes back to you, in my opinion. And I'm, you don't do it for that, that selfish reason. But, you in, you know, when you give kudos to someone, I don't, it's, just, it's just a good feeling, in my opinion. I've always give credit where credit's due. Hey, we all are in this crazy game of golf. We know how tough it is. So if someone hits a good shot or something, give them that credit. So... With that said, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. If you're a military veteran out there or you know someone's a military veteran, thank you so much, really. Uh, This week really hit home for Rich and I and just gives it a whole new light how much we appreciate uh, the sacrifice of our military veterans. So have a great week. I hope you join next week. We've got a great show for you next week. I'm going to keep it suspenseful. Take care. Keep it in a short rest. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF.